Crow, I'm sure you stayed up late watching wrestling last night too, right? No, I got a lot of sleep last night. Oh, then why were you fucking late? <laughs> hey everyone, Tucker Dixon here with your weekly recap. Last week's theme apparently was People I Don't Like Week. Carl brought in Justin Trudeau, who as we all know is the product of what must have been the most awkward threesome ever. Anyways, he used the emergency power taxi because of his his mass mandate and he would he would he would I just Anyways, Vinny's creep was a man who was just concerned about children's bowel movements and keeping them regular. He would send them pills to. He would send them lag and ask them to record. I guess I. I, Apparently, I'm not going to get through any of these creeps, so let's just go ahead to my creep. My creep is a man named Damien who promised to sell me a dime bag last year on Christmas, but instead, when I showed up, just tried to convince me to drive him to New York. He claimed he was too scared to fly and didn't want to take the bus. But don't worry, I wasn't helping him move product or anything. And the worst part of all, after I refused, he suddenly didn't have that dime bag for me anymore. So I had to see my in-laws without drugs. Thanks a lot, Damien. Anyways, that's all I got for this week. Tucker, out. Hey, before we get going, I think there are some congratulations in order. Carl hit 300 episodes on WATP, Vinny and Carl got 500 patrons, and they hit their two-year anniversary here on The Creep Off. Now, I don't want to stut show all this, even though I'm the stut show of the show, and claim all of the credit, but I think it was mostly because of my recaps that they took off. I'm happy that this roast is going to happen up in Rochester, and I look forward to yet another live show here in sunny Jacksonville, Florida. Wait, Nasha? Since when? He told me Jacksonville at the live show. Yeah, the one in Chicago. Huh. I'm sorry. I guess I'll see everybody in Nashville. Anyways, that's all I got for real this time. Tucker, out. Attention parents, what you're about to see is not suitable for kids. Shoot, it's not even suitable for some grown-ups. You might want to walk away now if you ain't into these type of things. I'm going to give the people what they want. Sensation, horror, shock. I'm going to deliver the goods because I'm alive and I'm not backing down. Cuckoo, cuckoo. John, John, the leprechaun, went to school with nothing on. Dan, Dan is the man. Gary is contrary. Pat, Pat, as a matter of your crackers. Vomit-inducing thing. Hola, creepos! Welcome to another edition of your favorite true crime podcast, the show about creeps by creeps for you creeps. I am your host, the Tower of Power, too sweet to be sour. The people's champion. And joining me, Carl. What is happening, Vinny Paulino? How is it that you always seem surprised you have to play that drop? In the intro, you're never ready to play that. It happens every time. You go, oh shit, I gotta play it. Where's that drop I gotta play? I haven't played it in a while. It's been a couple weeks. Put your finger right on that button there, Vinny. Before you even start talking. I gotta use a mouse. (laughs) All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. It is the worst contest on the internet. The rules are simple. Carl and I will each present a creep today. You get to vote on who the creepiest person is. And then one of us will be assigned a point. First person to five points wins. Loser has to spin the dreaded wheel of consequences. 
That sums it up nicely. Yes, I feel like we need to do that more often because yeah, people don't understand what the fuck we're doing. Like most people tune into this show and they're like, what the hell is he supposed to be? <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. I think, yeah. I think describing it up front is probably a good idea. Yeah. What's the score right now? It's, uh, is it one nothing me, two nothing me? What's the score? Well, we did a wild card week last week. We did. And here's the results. The results are Carl has 75%. Yeah. Wow. I want to thank all the Cousaroos out there who decided to get out the vote. And uh, I appreciate them for voting. I know you don't want to vote for Justin Trudeau per se, but this time it was the right thing to do. This is appalling to me. These My are, man was poisoning children to watch two, the boo. Oh, poisoning. He's getting laxatives. He's One kid almost died. Blowouts in a row. Two in a row. Wow. I'm on a roll. Yeah, well, I would like to bring up something very quickly. Yeah. You need to do your fucking consequence. I know. I do need to do my consequence. I got I to gotta be Carl Hamburger. Tucker Dixon, please reach out to Carl yeah. and tell him how to fucking do it. He's stupid and simple. <laughs> I mean, look at him for Christ's sake. He's never going to figure it out on his own. I just started making YouTube videos that are actually videos. So, it's, I mean, I'm pretty far behind here. If you can give me a little help, that'd be great. Tucker, help him, please, for all our sakes. Uh, so, uh, the fallout from 500. Um, the creep off roast is going to happen. The roast of Carl and Vinny is going to happen. We are trying to work out a date. We sh will be able to announce a date by next week, I believe. Okay. So by next Let's, Monday, we will have a date. Remind me. I, want, I wanted to talk to you about that. Let's do that after the show. Yeah. Okay. Carl's quitting the show. We have a little like, meeting. Yeah, he's like, I'm quitting. After I'm the out. show. Uh, no, I'm excited about the roast. That's going to be a lot of fun. It is. Uh, very much looking forward to it. So what's the score in our game right now? It's two to nothing. Two, You're in the lead. Two nothing. I'm in the lead. Okay. Nice. I had some good momentum. I know what Tucker Dixon's strategy is here to get me up four nothing and then lose five to four. I've seen it. I mean, he, he writes it right there on the Discord. I can see what he's up to. Yeah, he does write it all out there in public. <laughs> and I would really yeah. encourage the listeners. I'm begging you, play the game for the spirit of the game. That's right. And that is to fucking make Carl spin the wheel. <laughs> yeah. I mean so if we have to drag it out a little bit to do this thing, <laughs> I guess that's fine. But let's just make sure the end result is okay. that this gritted asshole has to spin again. I forgot you were the heel. Yeah, people forget that on the show. I really <laughs> yeah. have the problem. People you don't realize problem. it. Carl's the nice one. Sure, everyone. <laughs> All right. That means new round today. And we have decided that the category will be creepiest fake doctor. Well, here's the deal. Here's where we came to this. Yeah. So I said, it's March Madness. Why not pick a mad scientist? That was my idea, and then that got turned into a fake doctor. So, mad scientist slash fake doctor, right? Is no, the category? it's fake doctor. No, we talked about this. No, we said fake doctor why, or scientist. Why fake? They have to be fake. Why fake doctor? What's the, what's Holy the tie shit, into you don't read these. Do you even read what's the messages? The what's the tie into the NCAA tournament? What are you talking about? It's March Madness. The tie-in. scientist. The tie-in? How about we just try to make good fucking content? <laughs> So anyway, Mad Scientist Week, and it's uh, I fucking will go, fake Doctor Week. I you will stupid go ass! First on Mad I'm Scientist fucking Week, fucking kill you. Okay, let's get this thing started. It's Mad Scientist Week, and I picked a doozy. It is fucking not Mad Scientist Week. I have because there's a lot of focus on Russia right now, Vinny. 
So I decided to go ahead and find a Russian that we could talk about. And I thought this would be a nice tie-in both for March Madness, because he's a mad scientist, and because of the current geopolitical issues that are going on I can't believe you did in the this world. Again. It makes a lot of sense, right? Now, before Putin was the president of Russia, there was this thing called the USSR. They were Soviets. They were communists. And uh, these communists were pretty hell-bent on taking over the world. 80 years ago, the ambitions of communist Russia reached far beyond reshaping human society. Is that the guy who just they plays Commissioner Gordon? On the human race itself. Are you going to talk over my fucking clips? Yeah, because it's boring. <laughs> it's boring. It's boring, and you're doing the wrong category. It's, it was a 10-second long clip. It's, you're, you're bored after 10 seconds? Holy shit. You are ridiculous today. No, I'm not Mad scientist. Today. March Madness. Mad scientist. All right, so I have this guy, Dr. Ilya Ivanov, and uh, or Ivanov, and Dr. Ivanov is an interesting fellow. Using artificial insemination to fashion bizarre hybrid species, by 1924 he has successfully crossed mice with rats, cows with bison, even donkeys with zebras. So this is the real life. You know what I call it when you mix a mouse with a rat? What? A fucking rat. <laughs> right, this, I would agree. What is this? Yeah, that one wasn't as impressive. And then when they got to the donkeys with zebras, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. That's pretty neat. Remember Dr. Mephesto from South Park? Yeah. This is the real life Dr. Mephesto. I'm so pleased that your children are interested in genetic engineering. It's thanks to the wonders of genetic engineering that soon there will be an end to hunger, disease, pollution, even war. I have created things that will change the world for the better. For instance, here is a monkey with four asses. It gets, it gets fun. This is a fun one today, Vinny. All right. So this guy, here he is, this mad scientist who's combining different species together and creating new species with combined splicing of DNA. And uh, the Soviets decide, hey, we could probably use this guy. In 1925, the Soviet authorities gave Ivanov $10,000, the equivalent of $1.5 million today. He now has the financial backing to make his dark dreams a reality. Now, what he wanted to do was splice human beings with animals. That was what his goal was. And why would you want to do such a thing? Why would Stalin... Be interested in doing such so a thing. So they could stop all these labor agreement disputes with the NFL, and they could just bring in human-animal hybrids to play. What might Ivanov and the Soviets want with a race of eight men? Strong, uncomplaining factory workers, sportsmen, and women with special talents. There has even been speculation that Russian dictator Joseph Stalin may have dreamed of an army of ape warriors. Ape warrior army, Betty! This is what Stalin was up to. This is what the communists wanted to do. It sounded like they just wanted to get fucking foot jobs from chimpanzee prostitutes. Yeah. Women with special talents. That was interesting, wasn't it? <laughs> no, because this is all made up and stupid. It's not made up or stupid. This guy was experimenting with trying to crossbreed uh, people and monkeys. Where did he go to medical school? He didn't. He was, uh, he was just a, a college professor. So he's not a real doctor? Not a real doctor. Mad scientist. Okay. Mad scientist. Now, you might think to yourself, Vinny, if you were successful in this, what would be the end result? One might fantasize how cool it would be 
to get the strength of an ape and the brain of a man. But you'd also have the possibility of having the brain of an ape and the fumbling clumsiness of a man. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if they really thought this all the way through. Like, they're just picturing... It's just a bunch amazing. of doughy white guys throwing poop at each other. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> it's like, it'd be like this intimidating army. It's like you just throw a banana and they all run after it. You're like, oh, well, that's the end of that. Nom noms. <laughs> thrilled. Here I have rats spliced with ducks and gorillas spliced with mosquitoes. And here I have rabbits spliced with fish to make little bunny fish. And over here, Swiss cheese spliced with chalk and a beard. So this guy is obviously crazy. He's doing some really crazy shit. He uh, actually artificially... Yeah, that South Park character is. He artificially inseminated many female chimps. However, it didn't work. Oh. So he decided to try it the other way around. And he found five women who volunteered to be impregnated with ape sperm. And I have... It's not that hard. I have actual... You could probably get 10 women on OnlyFans today. True. I, I would agree with that, especially when you got 10,000 smackaroos from the Soviets. I have 10,000, so maybe not today. If maybe you're not paying today. in maybe, rubles. Maybe the rubles <laughs> wouldn't be need, all that great. You need a few more than that. So I actually was able to track down, you're not going to hear this anywhere else, actual audio after he was successful and he created the ape man, the ape man then turned on him. And this is actual audio from the lab. Take your sticking paws off me, you damn dirty ape! <laughs> Alright, he wasn't successful. It actually didn't work. In 1929, he organized a set of experiments involving non-human ape sperm and human volunteers, but was delayed by the death of his last orangutan. So that sucks. Yeah, that's so <laughs> the best way to go out. <laughs> In the spring of 1930, Ivanov came under political criticism at his veterinary institute. And finally, on December 13th, 1930, he was arrested. He was sentenced to five years of exile in Kazakhstan. For what? Where he died of a stroke two years later. For what? I, I don't know. It seems like he was just doing some pretty cool experimenting. Yeah. Fucking Stalin wants his goddamn monkey army. What do you want me to do? Yeah, right. Who else is going to breed donkeys and zebras? What do you want from me? That was for fun. That had nothing to do with the <laughs> okay, monkey that, that actually wasn't going to fix that the world. That was a side thing. <laughs> that, was that was a side thing. That was a thing, pet project. Your honor. It was a literal pet project. Yeah. All right. So that's my uh, my mad scientist for uh, March Madness. Well, it's fake doctor. Okay. Which, by the way, we agreed on. And I could post the text earlier. Um, I literally said, because you go fake doctor, I said, Why either one, mad scientist or fake doctor. No, no. I thought you said fake doctor or fake scientist. It could be one or the other. Okay. Well, did I, did I fucking complete my assignment, teacher? Am I good? Do I get a fucking gold star on my paper? You know what? I'm tired. Could you just call yourself an idiot? <laughs> Fucker. <sighs> my creep today is a fake doctor today. Instead of going to Russia, we're going to stay in Europe, and we are going to France, Carl. Oh, okay. Now, my uh, creep is a Frenchman named Jean-Claude Romand. And uh, this guy... I mean, this guy was a real jerk. Okay. And he did some things that I actually am very impressed with. Very impressed with. What did he jog? Did he um, go an afternoon without having a snack? jogging impresses me? <laughs> yeah, I, I think he'd be very impressed by something you like that. You know what happens when I drive by joggers? I just yell sucker and laugh to myself. <laughs> what do you fucking joggers impress me? On your way to the doctor's office. 
I need to get my medicine. <laughs> okay. So this guy enrolled in med school in 1974, right? Okay. And he was in med school until 1986. Oh, wow. So uh, how'd that go? <laughs> well, he never, went to cl- he never went to class. <laughs> okay. And uh, Sounds fun. He never graduated. He was just there for 12 years. All right. Great creep, Vinny. Do we have any voicemails? All while telling his family that he's passing and everything is fine. Okay. Apparently, his first year, his freshman year, he slept through his final exam for the year. And it was like, basically, if you don't do this exam and you don't pass this exam, you don't move on to year two. Okay. He never took it. Yeah. Ever. In 12 years. He would go through the first year again and again and again. He probably was out partying. What are you going to do? Sometimes you got to sleep it off. Well, he had friends. He had a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And he fucking just lived it up. But he was like uh, just hanging out on, on campus. And he didn't so, go to class. Wait a second. Is the punchline going to be this is Burt Kreischer? Is that what, you, is that what we're going to find out by the end of this? Because if you brought Burt Kreischer, you win, my friend. I brought Burt Kreischer. <laughs> I, brought, I, I brought Burt Kreischer. I Burt Kreischer. Uh, oh, then I got Brendan Schaub then. Ah! Mike Reese, Brendan Schaub. <laughs> Take Cody Rhodes. <laughs> So he marries his girlfriend in 1980. Okay. They have two kids in the late 80s. There was nothing creepy yet, by the way, but keep going. Nobody knew he didn't graduate. His wife thought he graduated. His parents thought he graduated. Dude, they all thought he was a doctor. Vinny, no lie. If I knew back when I was in college what I know today, mm-hmm, I would mm-hmm. have never have gone to college. I would have just put it on my resume when I turned 22 because no one's ever fucking checked with my college whether or not I was a marketing student there or not. No one's ever followed up with that. And there's no question you can ask me that I wouldn't be able to answer and, well, maybe, and learn anything. Well, maybe it's about time someone does check into it, Carl. <laughs> maybe it's about time someone does look into it. I had a 3.7. All right, hear me out. I was there. So this guy's married. He's He's living his, he's lying to his family and he got himself a job, he claims. Would you like to know where he claimed he worked? What a hospital, maybe? The World Health Organization Ooh, in Switzerland. Nice. He claimed that he was a researcher for the WHO. I mean, the fucking people that work for the WHO, I'm sure he fit right in. Yeah. I, I'll tell you what, I wouldn't want to be Pete Townsend's researcher. Oh, boy. Come I, on. I get it. Come on. I get it. Come on, kids. So either way, he's pretending to work for the Who, and instead of going to work every day, he's hanging out in a parking garage. He's hanging out in cafes. He's just roaming around, and he would go to the World Health Organization, and mm-hmm. he would steal a bunch of free pamphlets. Yeah. So he could pretend that he was knowledgeable about subjects. If the Who has a fucking gift shop, he was buying hats and shirts and shit. Everything he could do with like their logo on it, he was going home and pretending he worked there. So basically, what you're explaining right now uh-huh, is a uh-huh. guy they should make a movie about that would be lauded as a hero. They made they named they made two about him. Okay, actually. great. So Ferris Bueller's Day Off was nope, the other one. No, no. I got to imagine that whatever movie catch this me is, if you can. Yeah, right. Like this movie would rule. You're totally rooting for so, Leo DiCaprio. This so this one. guy he gets himself a girlfriend. Yeah, he's got two Wait. kids. Oh, okay. So he's married with kids and he gets a girlfriend. on the he side. He has his girlfriend on the side. Okay. Now you got to ask Nothing wrong yourself. His wife, his family. How's he supporting them? He's not really working. Okay. Okay? Yeah, how is he supporting well, them? Well, first off, he lived off the money from a sale of a student flat that his parents had bought for him. Uh, when the cash for that ran out, he took advantage of relatives and friends who he asked them to invest their savings in schemes he claimed to have access to as an employee of the UN. Okay. He developed two types of fraud. One consisted of offering his acquaintances an investment plan with a high return of investment, basically a Ponzi scheme. Mm-hmm. And he built people out of about two and a half million dollars doing this. The other thing was Sounds he found like he uh, made off with the money. 
Well, he didn't get that far. We're going to get to that in a minute. Okay. But uh, he also claimed to have access to a magical cancer pill mm, that he charged 15,000 francs for. Yeah. To get one worth, of these experimental worth pills. Worth twice the price, if you ask me. Yeah, and he had special access because he worked for the you know, World Health Organization. So right. he was pocketing money all over the place, and he wasn't doing anything. Can Living I just, the dream. You're can I Carl- just point out that what you just described is what F- Pfizer is currently doing for real, but it's not <laughs> cancer, it's COVID. Yeah, and you don't think that they're creeps. <laughs> uh, they're definitely creeps. Okay. <laughs> so he also got his mistress to give him 90,000 francs to invest for. Her. Oh, he got a rich mistress? Smart. Wow. Well, she ended up chasing him down for her money back, uh, and the house of cards was kind of starting to cave in. He had a very nice house, lived in a nice part of town. His family was well thought of, and he was a well-respected guy because he worked for the World Health Organization. He sure. has the hat. Got, he's, he's got, got the, the hat for the, the gift shop. Carl, he would go on business trips, and he would go stay at a hotel by the airport and then go to the duty-free <laughs> shop and bring his kids back souvenirs. That's hilarious. Yeah, it is kind of funny. It's kind of a fun lifestyle. I like this guy. But this guy is a creep. I'm rooting for him. So in 1988, in October, things start getting a little fucky here. His father-in-law, Pierre Crolet, you know, had given him a bunch of money to invest, and he said he needed it back because he was having some tr- trouble with his pension. And... uh the father-in-law that works, sir. Sorry. Well, the father-in-law <laughs> and it's gone. <laughs> the father-in-law also was gone because he just fell down the stairs, mm. and Fuck. the only person who was there to witness it was Jean Claude. He was like, "Yeah, he just he fell. Couldn't save him. He's a doctor. Yeah, he wanted his money back, and he got clumsy. <laughs> yeah, real clumsy. Yeah, father-in-laws do fall downstairs from time to time. So they did call an ambulance. When the rescuers came to the scene, they ended up testifying later. That the last things that the man said before he died were Jean-Claude me, Jean-Claude me. Before he like, they took him to the hospital and everything. He was saying something, but it was Jean-Claude me. So probably pushed me, killed me. I don't fucking know. The cops did nothing about this. They ruled it as an accident, mm-hmm. had a cigarette and a fucking croissant, whatever it is they have. Sure. And we're like, another job well done. <laughs> and they left. <laughs> Fucking Detective Clouseau just walked right out of there. It was an accident. So by late 1992, this is four years later, he's do, running this scam pretty good. He's, he's making ends meet. He's taking care of what he's got to take care of. Mm-hmm. But uh, more people started asking for their money back. Mm-hmm. And one guy actually decided, I got to get a hold of him, but I can never get a hold of Jean-Claude. I'm going to call his work at the World Health Organization. Sure, why not? And this one phone call. Uh-oh. Woo, did Uh-oh. the dominoes start falling? Uh-oh. Because they found out that he doesn't fucking work there, obviously. So around January 9th, 1993, Roman decided that he needed to figure out his exit plan here. Mm-hmm. So what he did is he Kill went... everyone. <laughs> he would do 2,000 francs from one bank, 1,000 from another. He stole a twenty two uh, caliber rifle from his father. He went to a store and bought a box of ammo, a silencer, and two canisters of mace. He asked for them to be gift-wrapped. Because he didn't want to be suspicious. Sure. <laughs> it's a true For thing. my son, it's fine. Oh, uh, yeah. The silencer for this. I need the uh, giraffe 13. It's a big deal. So typical night at home. Dinner puts the kids to bed. Then he beat his wife to death with a rolling pin. That's kind of fun. <laughs> I was waiting for that. So <laughs> he just left her in the bed, bloodied the fuck up. Wash the rolling pin, put the rolling pin back in the cabinets. I personally don't think domestic violence is ever the answer, Vinny. I know you don't, Carl, and either do I. 
So the next morning, he woke up with the kids. He's got two little kids at home, as you know. Sure. And uh, they had a good old day together, man. They what were they just presents. <laughs> all those things he got a gift wrap. They he did. They watched <laughs> cartoons. They were all like, "Dad is great." <laughs> kids are having a good old day with dad. And they they went to bed, and they're like, "Oh, Papa, you are such a good Papa." And he's like, "Oh, go to sleep, kids." And he gave them uh, barbiturates in their uh, water glasses of water before he sent them to bed. So these kids were knocked out pretty tight. Nice. And then he went into the bedroom and shot them both in the head with the rifle. Oh. Hmm. So it's interesting that you said he needed an exit strategy. And the first thing that came to my head is exactly what he did. It's a problem. Actually, <laughs> it's a real problem. If there's any therapist that listened to the show. So what do you do? There's only a couple other people who could really, really fucking bust him. And that's his parents. Mm -hmm. Because uh, he, they invested a lot of money with him, too. They were very close. So he, uh, the next morning, went over to his parents' house for an early breakfast. Yeah. And uh, he was like, hey, Dad, you know that uh, twenty two rifle that I borrowed from you? And he's like, yeah, yeah. Well, here it is. Pow, pow. And shot his dad twice in the chest. Okay. And then he shot his mom in the back. And then he killed the family dog. No. What did the dog have to do with anything? Exactly. The dog doesn't know if you don't have a job or not. Now, I lied. There was one more loose end. Okay. The mistress who wanted her 90,000 francs back. Oh, I, let me guess what he said to her. Oh, bitch, bitch, bitch. Well, he was very apologetic. And he okay. said he was going to take her to a dinner with the health minister of the World Health Organization. Nice. How fun. She's going to go to the dinner, and he's going to give her all of her money back if all she has to do is get in the car with him. He starts driving. He pretends that they're lost, mm -hmm. and he says, you know what? I have uh, the directions in, the, in my briefcase in the back of the car. So he gets out of the car and comes around and tries to spray her in the face with the mace mm -hmm. and then try to choke her out with this cord. But he's a fucking nerd, Carl. Oh, yeah. And she beats the shit out of him. And oh, she's like, awesome. I just want my fucking money back, Jean-Claude. What the fuck, man? That's Why the fuck? And he's just like, I'm sorry. I am so sorry, Sherry. I am so sorry. I am so humble. And he's just crying. Not a big man without a gun, huh? Yeah. He's just crying in front of her. I or am so sorry. Pen, I guess. And, she, and he's like, please don't tell anyone. I will get help. I will go see a therapist. This whole thing. And she's like, I just want my money back, dude. Take me home. Yeah. And she drives. She's she like, I don't like your home. family anyway. I'm your mistress. I don't care. What she else doesn't you did. know about any of this. I know, I know. And she just gets back in the car with him, and he drives her fucking home. And now he's like, "Well, that didn't work. <laughs> what do I do now?" So he goes back to his house with the dead bodies of his family. Mm -hmm. He takes a bunch of sleeping pills, spreads gasoline all over the house, mm -hmm. sets it on fire, and mm -hmm. goes and lays in bed. And hoping that it will all be over soon. Okay. Well, he lived in a pretty decent house. I'm going to show you a picture. I mean, wouldn't you... This is the fire. It yeah. only took out the roof of the house. The rest of the house is fine. But wouldn't you, like, go in the garage with the car running? That's, this seems like... Could be so much more painful. It seems like, this is a, like you're not just going to fall asleep in the fire and just, like, well, be fine. He spread the gasoline all around the house except for his room. Okay. Well, he's gonna—he wants to choke to death on the smoke, but that's not fun either. Well, here's the thing: he didn't die. It'd be hard to fall asleep too, even with sleeping pills. Knowing that like shit was gonna happen. Yeah, it'd be a stressful sleep right there. Well, the fire department showed up and rescued him. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> yeah, they rescued him, and he's knocked—he's out in a coma for three days. So while he's in this coma, they start investigating this, and they're like, "Huh." 
did the fire shoot these kids? Because these kids have bullet holes in them. <laughs> yeah, right. The fire did the fire did where did the fire beat the mom's head in with a huh? This is weird. So no fact. They start investigating this, and they find the body of his parents and the dog. Mm-hmm. They end up talking to the girlfriend who's like, "Yeah, he borrowed all this money from me." And then they searched his car. Motherfucker thought he was killing himself, wrote a whole confession <laughs> to Whoops. everything and left it in his car like a this dumbass. This is going great. So this motherfucker. I write a confession. What's the point? He's alive and in a coma for three days. And he wakes up and they were like, Lucy, you got some splated to do. And he just woke up and was like. <laughs> <laughs> this poor fucking guy. He's a piece of shit. He murdered his children, his wife, his parents, his wife's father. They were asking too many questions. Tried to murder his girlfriend. And uh, he wrote a fucking confession like an asshole. So his trial began. They found him guilty. And he was sentenced to life in prison and eligible for parole in 2015. Which I don't think that's how life in prison should work. No. And uh, Carl. Is he out? In 2019. No he shit. found apparently found Jesus in jail, yep. and now he's out. No, no, <laughs> good. His former brother-in-law was like, "I can't even fucking believe the word that he is free is hard for me to hear." He won. Well, maybe he'll go back to medical school. <laughs> go back and find finish a up those last eleven years that yeah. he didn't really <laughs> apply himself to. But this guy is a creep. He's a fake doctor. And uh, holy shit, that is my creep this week, Carl. All right. Well, you didn't really follow the. I brought. Oh, you brought a good creep this week, buddy. I'll give it to you. I'm gonna fucking fun, brain you. That was a fun story that took forever. It didn't take forever. That was a quick one. All right, you ready for the? Uh, you want to go do the uh, voicemails? Yeah, let's do some voicemails. The creep off voicemail segment is brought to you by the city of Syracuse. Hamilton's in town, and boy, are we excited! Anxious to see if it's better than our last main attraction, Larry the Farting Pig. <laughs> see you in Syracuse. Uh, Why was... do I believe that that's a real thing? Larry the Farting Pig? Yeah. It's Larry the Cable Guy's do it. <laughs> <laughs> he just, they bring him out on stage like, come on, pig! I want to start off with this voice that we received. You accepted a challenge from Harry Zoe a few weeks ago for our next Patreon episode. Yeah. And I have been challenged, Carl. Yep. And uh, here is my challenger. Don't you dare use Bret Hart's music. I'll fucking fight you already. Cut the music. Cut the music. All right, Vinny Spinny. This is critical challenging you to a creep off. Now, I know what you're thinking. This Kuzaru is here to challenge you to stick up for Carl. But see, that's not the case. I'm challenging you to a creep off for a couple of reasons. One, I got to show Carl how the fuck it's done. He Thank sucks you. at this shit. Appreciate it. The second reason I'll is do his consequences for him. here. Creepiest YouTuber. See, if I chose Carl, he'd throw the game for a laugh and choose Stuttering John. But nah, I got a real creep. A Hall of Fame-worthy creep. And I need an opponent that's gonna bring a challenge. So what's it gonna be, Vinny Spinny? You gonna accept my challenge, or you gonna be a coward? Thank you, fuck you, bye. Alright, critical. Oh, what did he say at the end? Brian sucks? Oh, if he did. What do I think? Am I am I going to chicken out from a listener challenging me with creepiest YouTuber? You might. 
Yeah, no, I don't accept your challenge because you insulted Bret Hart. You get nothing. No, I'm fucking taking yes. him on. Are you kidding me? All right. That'll be our next bonus episode. We're going to get it scheduled with those guys, and it will be out very, very soon. So make sure you're subscribed to So our next bonus Patreon. is going to be four creeps. Yes. Okay. You one are going to be playing Harry Zoo All right. in a Creepiest Furry, and I will be playing against Critical for Creepiest YouTuber. Creepiest Furry. Yeah, that was what you accepted the challenge to. Wouldn't it be harder to do uncreepy furry? Could we do creepiest <laughs> fake furry scientist? It's M- March Madness, Vinny. March Who Madness. Who fucking cares? Mad scientist. Jesus Christ. That's not what it was, dummy. All right, here's voicemail. Oh, I'm calling fucking bullshit here. Fucking Vinny, Spinny, Spinny, Vinny, Vinny, fucking pizza, fucking piece of shit. Really? No kid fuckers, no kid carriers, rapists, whatever the fuck the rule was. Yet you still pick a guy that victimized children. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm going to call out a fucking uh, disqualification. Right? Nope. You could fucking do something original like Carl did where he went after uh, Castro's son, uh, Justin Trudeau. Yeah. That was original. That, that was a good idea. You good idea. had to stick with fucking somebody that victimized children, Vinny. You cheat. Fuck the dog. Okay. Pal. I think, hold on a second. Did I get the same guy calling into WTP? Carl, you fucking chiclet tooth motherfucker. This is for the creep off because I'm afraid Vinny won't play my voicemail calling him out. He's <laughs> cheating. I think it's the same guy. I did play your voicemail, <laughs> you dickhead. Play the voicemail. You, you motherfucker. And by the way, I wanted to say something about your little voicemail. This is very disrespectful. <laughs> okay? Okay? I played your voicemail. <laughs> you should be ashamed of yourself, sir. Yeah. There's a code of conduct on this show. Yeah. I like that Jan did it right, though. Uh, okay. Yo, what's up, Vinny? Hey, what's up with Carl lately? He's Club not C. completing his consequences in a timely manner. And to top it off, his last two creeps, man, I, I heard all of that in, in a Tucker Carlson segment, like, a few <laughs> months ago. Okay. Uh, dude, stop phoning it in. Put some actual effort into your creeps. And maybe then I'll vote for Carl. Until then... Vinny Winnie, People's Champ. Wow. Excelsior. True believers. Today I pulled clips from a 90s cartoon and a movie from 1968. So hopefully I'm putting in enough effort now to fulfill that. (sighs) I just fucking hate you sometimes. What do you mean? Hey guys, done the back catalog, episode 50 or so. Here's an idea for the wheel. Uh, Listener has to fill in for you for two rounds, but you still have to take part in the episode. So it's either a what? guest gets the point or the oh. winner gets a gets the point. Yeah, I don't know what that means. I say I vote no. That would be a good thing. You, we don't have to do the research and come in and present a creep. Oh, that sounds actually. like a, a, a reward, doesn't it? That's no, I enjoy. I enjoy playing the game. That's why I play it. Oh, okay. Uh, this one, I got to tell you. I wouldn't mind a week off, but okay. Yeah, I wish you would. <laughs> <laughs> All right. For the real consequences, whoever loses gets two weeks paid vacation. Okay. Great. <laughs> you haven't been paid in a while. <laughs> I, know. I wish I could get a paid vacation around here. Putting church on the spinning of the wheel is not a very good punishment. What? I that you're both kind of like immature baby atheists that uh, are like, oh, Big Daddy Trick gonna rape my children. You're retarded. But if you really want to make a punishment, you're gonna want to put, go to attend a Latin mass. 
And I'm sure something's up there in Rochester. And if not, make a fucking trip because it's a fucking punishment. Fuck you. Go to Aladdin Mass and go through all the fucking standing and kneeling and standing and kneeling. Because if you just go to a church, you're going to find some fucking gay-ass, non-denominational, charismatic church where everyone's kissing each other and hugging and dancing and Ugh. playing guitar and stars going, Oh, my God, this is so amazing. But it's heresy. To go to Aladdin Mass and find Jesus, you piece of shit, you gluttonous fuck. That's you, Vinny. You're the gluttonous fuck. Fuck you guys. Okay. Uh, sir, I have been to Catholic funerals. I've been to Catholic weddings. I know what this deal is. It's not pleasant. I think that the, the church he described, the one that's heresy, sounds the worst. The one where the guys are having Playing the fake douche rock concert. Yeah. You ever see those churches, those mega churches where they're just Oh, like, I watch Righteous Gemstones. I'm oh, very yeah, yeah, man. Th that would be the worst there's church actually to go one, to. There's actually one out in Chi Lai. Uh, and it's one of these mega churches with like rock and roll, and everyone's up there. I mean, I'm not going to that. That would be I'm a funny not one going to go to. to. It's really I bet crowded. you a bunch of kids I went to school with probably go to that. I bet you if I walked in there, people would know who I was. Right, the more successful kids that you went to school with, the ones that actually made. Yeah, the one that could afford to kick up ten percent to a cult. Yeah, them. By the way, I want to uh, shout out to Trucker Andy for picking up this shirt for me. That's a uh, Boss Sauce Shaw Cross murder rates and garbage plates. I don't think they sell these in the airport. <laughs> <laughs> these people don't know what boss sauce is, but it is delicious because I am a gluttonous fuck, apparently. All right, Carl, why don't you hit the music for the scum parade? All right, but I think that you should be. No, I think you parade. should hit the music for the scum parade this week. Watch out for the scum parade. Oh, no, it's the scum parade. Look out for the scum parade. Making Vinny's day. Ah, uh, where to start? Oh, boy. A Pennsylvania man is accused of breaking into a woman's home and hiding in the attic after they met on the social media platform OnlyFans. Hmm. Now, may I lead with not a social media platform? No, <laughs> no. Also, I think you got that wrong. Also, this guy should really be on OnlyStalkers.com. Yeah, he, he, he's a good one. He's a keeper. <laughs> oh, boy. Because he doesn't go away. No, he does not. Mauricio Damon Guerrero. 20 years old of Ben Salem, Pennsylvania, allegedly broke into the woman's home in Southworth, New Hampshire, multiple times last month, according to the Summersworth Police Department. The woman told law enforcement officials that she awoke to someone standing in her doorway on February 9th. That is terrifying. I don't even like seeing a spider, <laughs> let alone some guy. That sounds that that sounds awful. freaks me out. Just some dude who's like, hey, I know you from the internet. Get the fuck out of my house. Oh, she knows him too. Uh, according to an affidavit from the police department, police heard footsteps on the roof when they came to investigate. They said they found Guerrero. The man was detained, and the woman confirmed that she had met him through her OnlyFans account in October of 2021. She said she previously gave the man her address after he said he wanted to buy her a television and a fireplace. Um... <laughs> Buying a fireplace is fucking random, isn't it? I want it's probably those fucking two hundred dollar fake ones at Walmart or some shit. It's gonna burn her house down anyway. Holy shit, this woman is dumb. I know that's redundant, but holy shit. Yeah, you could say that again. The woman said Guerrero admitted to her before he was arrested that he had been to an apartment where she previously resided, and he once appeared outside of her home, and she let him in for approximately two hours. Smart. Smart move. Uh, 
Please send. You your, always want to engage your stalker. Make sure you give him a lot of attention. Make him think he has a shot. Always a good idea. Real smart. Yeah. Well, she's on OnlyFans. Yeah. That's the opposite of how you're supposed to deal with stalkers. That's true. Police said Guerrero told officials that he went to the woman's home to take back the fireplace and the television and went into the attic when he heard people in the home. Oh, God. The woman found food in the attic as well as a urine as urine in a cup. She's lucky she only found urine in a yeah, cup up there. She'll find the rest. I think there's probably enough splooge to impregnate a whole ape army up in that attic. They also found a Bluetooth tracking device. Police said that the man admitted to taking videos of the woman naked without her knowledge in the home. You know what? I think that this is the future of porn, to be honest with you. Just Benny. moving into a stranger's house. You pay someone a them. bunch of money to get their address, and then you show up there and you watch her masturbate with a bunch of other guys who paid her money. A and- bunch of money, a fucking G electric fireplace at a Zenith. <laughs> get the fuck out Listen, of here. Listen, every girl's got her price, all right? I, I, don't, I haven't seen a photo of this woman. I don't know what she's worth. The woman who has a young child told police she noticed in the days before Guerrero's arrest her keys went missing. Mauricio told officers after he was arrested that he had taken the woman's keys and made a copy of it. Yeah, this guy was spending weeks hanging out with this woman without her knowing it. Yeah, he's facing four felony burglary charges. That's pretty terrifying. So listen, if we have any ladies on the show and you're an OnlyFans girl, Mm -hmm. send us links. Send us links. And then just think about what you're doing. (laughs) What? Just think about what you're doing. (laughs) Just don't give out your home address to anyone. Get a P.O. box. Or, or do what I did. I have people send me shit to the comedy club here. <sighs> Carl, this next one made my tummy a little queasy. Okay. Dr. Nicholas John Chapman, a real doctor, appeared in a UK court last week to answer two counts of attempting to cause a woman aged 16 or over to engage in sexual activity without her consent. Okay. Now, that sounds an awful lot like rape. It does. Not what happened here, no. technically. He, get, he, he tried to get the semen in her the hard way. Dr. Nicholas John Chapman, 54, is currently suspended from his post at the North Curry Healthcare Center, denies the allegations. Giles Tippett, the prosecutor, told the two magistrates overseeing the hearing that the victim discovered a substance at the bottom of her teacup when she finished a drink given to her by the defendant. Tippett said the incident was reported to the police three days later, and a laboratory confessed confirmed the substance was semen that related to the doctor. How has Dr. Steve not gotten busted for this yet? That was the most shocking thing to me. Because all of his patients die. <laughs> you don't want my fluid. You want some fluid. It's life It's funny because a lot of criminals are very careful to not leave DNA at the crime scene. But with this guy, the DNA is the crime scene. Yes. Like, it's literally like, here is, you can easily identify who is doing this. Here it is. Yeah, I have no clue how this is going to end, but this is going to be a very fun trial for somebody just sitting there watching this. Did he think it would just mix right in and she wouldn't notice? <sighs> you think you could get away with that without <laughs> having legal, legal ramifications? You're oh out of your God. fucking mind. He's right. Broken clock. Well, John Melendez. This denial, <laughs> I know. This denial thing is, is not going to work. He's going to need to come up with like some type of elaborate explanation as for why... His cum was in her tea. Is that where I put it? <laughs> well, no, maybe say, maybe say your girlfriend snowballed the tea after you insisted that she swallow. Your Honor, she knows I always insist she gargles it and then swallows it. I would be like, she can attest to this. I'd be like, do you ever see the movie The Princess Bride? Yes. It was one of those things where switching glasses, she got the wrong one. <laughs> it was a joke. Yeah, the denial thing is not. If I was his lawyer, I'd be like, Your Honor, what do you have against pranks, man? 
Yeah. What right? do you got against pranks? <laughs> Funny pranks. <laughs> yeah. It's a scene in Jackass Five. Mm-hmm. All right. Hilarious. <sighs> Steve-O Spunk, <laughs> you got me again. I love Steve-O. <laughs> He's such a good egg. Uh, James, they, they'd serve it to their parents or something, though. Yeah. That's how you make it. They, comedy they'd, serve it they'd serve it to Bam's dad and not let Bam be in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> and then pay Bam's dad. They just give Bam's mom come. <laughs> and Bam has to stay 50 feet away because they have a restraining order. Let's go back to uh, Ohio. James Yoder, he's 50 years old, and boy, oh boy, is he a naughty, naughty boy. Mm. St- he stands accused of rape over a 2019 incident that only recently turned up a suspect on because of DNA evidence. Now, this is what the uh, prosecutor said. She says, I hesitate to read the facts of the affidavit because they're so gruesome, but it's my job. According to the police in Cincinnati, James Yoder removed a victim's prosthetic leg before tying a rope around her neck, pulling her to a tree, and then kicking her repeatedly until she fell unconscious and then allegedly raped the woman. All right, this guy's a monster, but I want to ask you about this video. If you leave the leg on her, you don't have to drag her, Carl. Rape rape aside, though, if you had a chance to hook up with a chick with a prosthetic leg, would you? Why not? Okay. She's a wonderful person. Would you leave it on or take it off? See? Off. Interesting, isn't it? Off. That's an interesting thought. Off. Experiment no, no, I'm, I'm settled off. Yeah. I want to see what's up. There was a girl who uh, sang a couple vocals for us at the studio years ago mm-hmm. who had two fake legs. Uh-huh. And she she walked around and like, kind of hobbled around. I love how you're like, she was hobbling around, old club feet over there in the corner, <laughs> just judging other yeah. people's gait. <laughs> My feet may be deformed, but at least I got <laughs> Hey, look at this. I'm pricking my feet with the needle and I can feel it. So here's my question to you, Vinny. Yeah, lay it on me. If you had to sleep with a girl who was missing a leg, would you want her to be missing one or both? Ooh, great question. Right? Uh, Both. That way she can't get away. (laughs) Okay. Good answer. Thank you. Good answer. So we should put a poll up on Twitter, by the way. I don't think we should do that, probably. Probably not a good move. Uh, the incident is said to have occurred on West 6th Street in Cincinnati's Queensgate neighborhood near an overpass. Lovely place to be raped mm. in, the, in an over, the overpass in Cincinnati. Uh, after the sexual assault, Yoder allegedly left the woman tied to a tree. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's go back to that voicemail who was telling us how God is real. <laughs> let's go back to that. After reading that story, Jesus yeah. Christ, poor woman's already missing a lag. In the I, I, I'm sorry. I don't want to be accused of being a heretic anymore today. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. So some of the details of the attack appear to be too sensitive for local media to print because they're a little more gruesome. But Yoder was also charged with one r- count of rape by a Hamilton County prosecutor's office on May on March 2nd, 2022. The defendant was already in jail at the time, awaiting trial on unrelated abduction charges concerning a different alleged victim. Uh, he was a homeless man at the time in July of 2021, and he was arrested and charged with abduction for allegedly dragging a woman into his tent, pulling a knife on her and threatening to kill her. Law enforcement say he also threw an axe at the woman uh, to try to stop her from leaving. Hey, that's fucked up. This, he's just a lunatic. I think, he's, I think he thinks he's playing a video game. He's crazy because he was found legally not staying to stand trial over the abduction charge. Right. But we're going to see what happens with this new case. 
His next uh, scheduled court date is March 14th. So isn't that fun? Something to look forward to, everybody. Wow. That guy is a creep. Well, I saved the best for last, Carl. Okay. Did this story, when you read it, just make you go, holy shit? I have some thoughts. Yeah. I have some thoughts about it. The guy's gentleman by the name of Sadat Johnson. He's 27 years old. Uh, is in the Salt Lake County Jail for felony child abuse and threatening with or using a dangerous weapon in a fight or a quarrel. You could tell that that's like Salt Lake City law. Yeah, I know. I was going to say, what was that made in 1829? Fucking Joseph Smith wrote that shit. <laughs> the suspect had a four-year-old and a three-year-old child in the backseat of his car when he pulled up to a McDonald's drive-thru on Monday afternoon in the city of Midvale, Utah. Well, I, I commend him on uh, taking fatherhood seriously. Yes. Authorities said... According to local outlets, Johnson got mad when restaurant staffers got his order wrong, mm. which, you know, happens. And this, these are those teachable moments for your kids where your kids get to watch you react to something going wrong. And then they can learn how to react. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what's the right level when someone puts the cheese on the burger that you didn't want? Yeah. What's the right reaction to something like that? Excuse me, sir. Solved? Can we get this fixed? Uh, you know, I didn't I didn't ask this. If you can, please. Thank you. That's you know, one way to go about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, but not that was not the way that. Mr. Johnson went about it. He pulled out a gun. <laughs> At that point, the workers promised to fix his order, and they told him to drive up to the front of the business. I got to say, I actually think that pulling guns on fast food workers is probably a good thing. Dude, if I had a gun dealing with fast food workers, I would already be in prison. I would yeah. have been, I'd be fucking Yosemite Sam. Yeah, but you know what, though? There wouldn't be a fucking... Tomato on my Whopper ever again. That's for goddamn pickle sure. on my burger. That's goddamn. for goddamn sure. These kids need to know there's consequences when you work a job in society. You want 15 bucks an hour? Okay, well, guess what? Now you might get murdered if you fuck up. Come on, kids. Is it Come worth on, it? kids. Give you, give you 18 bucks an hour and you'll be dodging bullets. How's that sound? Where's your big comeback now? Huh? Tough guy. <laughs> So, would you go to the drop store? Holy shit. Yeah, I'm having a good time today. <laughs> so, the workers say to him, Listen, man, don't shoot. We'll fix your order. Yeah. Smart move. Could I'm you just pull up over there? Yeah. So, this motherfucker, instead of driving off as he should with his fucked up order because he just committed a felony pulling a gun on someone, yeah. Decides, sure, I'll just wait. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good. They're going <laughs> to fix it. Oh, they're going to fix it. Okay, good. Let me put this back in the holster. So they See, call the kids, police. That's how you get what you want. And wait, what the fuck's going on here? What? I'm gonna put back on baby shark dude, 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 dude baby <laughs> yeah, right. shark dude. He's just having a good time with his kids. The kids in the backseat. Okay, I can't. Kids in the backseat going. That is great. <laughs> they didn't fix his order. They called the cops. Obviously, they arrived and managed to get Johnson out of the vehicle. But they allegedly had a near-lethal surprise waiting for them. One of the responding officers claimed to notice a gun pointing out of the back window. Uh-oh. Maggie he Simpson's back there. <laughs> Look out, Bernsey. <laughs> he knocked the firearm to the side as it was fired. The bullet struck the restaurant awning. The officer involved sustained a minor injury during the incident. When the officer allegedly discovered that it was the four-year-old child who opened fire... On the cops. All right. Does this four-year-old have a rap album yet? I'll buy it. Because honestly, I want to invest in this kid. This kid's going to be bigger than Tupac. I like this He's kid. shooting at cops at the age of four? That's pretty advanced shit. That's pretty impressive. Can someone 
Lay a beat down next to this guy. Sure, I got a beat. Right, I got a beat right here. John, John on the left. How embarrassing! Holy shit! Okay, yeah, sorry. This, is the best. Uh, this four-year-old kid took a shot at the cops. Yeah. Um, the witnesses claimed that they heard Johnson telling the child to shoot. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like this is the hill we're dying on. What did? <laughs> I said no pickles. Yep, that's if it. If we man. all go down together, we're going down pickleless, motherfuckers. I gotta say, this would be a funny sketch, like a reoccurring character, the guy who wants to kill people over minor inconveniences <laughs> in life, and just set him up in all these different scenarios. Like he's at the grocery store, and he's just waiting in line, and the woman in front of him pulls out a checkbook, like no, just starts shooting everyone. Da 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 da. The angry family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like the you know the white turns red. And everything just turns into him just murdering everyone. Yeah, the cops were very saddened by this. They said to have an adult think it's okay to encourage a four-year-old to pull a firearm and shoot at police illustrates how out of hand the campaign against police has gotten. I'm going to say this is controversial. I uh, kind of agree with that statement. When four-year-olds are taking shots at cops, we got a little bit of a problem. This is going to be controversial, but I don't think that parenthood is for everyone. You better be careful. Some people, people mad, yeah. some people might not be the best uh, mothers and fathers. Yeah. I mean, to shoot at the cops, not even at the guy who fucked up the order. I mean, what kind yeah, of parenting is Yeah, I know, right. It's not their fault. <laughs> what kind of parenting is this? Uh, I like how they, how they were like, this needs to stop, and we need to come together as a community. Or maybe you should just take away this guy's kids. I think, yeah. think that'll probably stop that. Or you don't think there's going to be four-year-olds out on the street shooting at cops now? Like, they set a precedent? Yeah, just this at every be- fast food restaurant, there's a four-year-old with a Glock. <laughs> no, I don't think that's going to be the problem. So that is our scum parade this week. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of The Creep Off. Remember, you could vote. This week at thecreepoff.com. And if you feel like supporting the show, you get some exclusive merch. I was told to remind everybody, we got some cool merch. If you become a Scum Parade Merry Marcher, we got a great t-shirt. If you become a Creepomaniac, we got a mug. And no matter what tier you sign up for, you get a Creep Off sticker. So you will get something out of this deal. Just support the show if you like it. We greatly appreciate it. You could always leave us a voicemail, 585-371-8108. And if you'd like to email us, thecreepoffpod at gmail.com. Also, I need to give a shout-out to our boy Dave from Canada, mm. who is uh, cutting up our uh, video clips for Rumble. So if you haven't subscribed on Rumble yet, please check that out. He's doing a good job, and he also uh, he's the winner of the WTP song parody yeah. contest. This guy's killing it. He's killing it. He's doing a great job, so check that out. And uh, as always, shout-out to my boy Gangrenously. Shout-out to Tucker Dixon. And uh, until next time, it's nice to be... Oh, what? Whoa, whoa, we totally forgot a very important thing that we have to talk about today. What's that? You put out a poll as to who, what fan I had to have dinner with. Holy shit. And I believe the results are in. We got to announce who I'm having dinner with as my consequence. Carl, are you going to fly to go meet this person? I can't. You can. I can. I'll zoom. Do you know that the flights are direct from Rochester, New York? I, I can't. And they're only $75. So I if will. If she wants to meet me in Nashville, I can have dinner with her in Nashville at our live show. I Heather she, W., Heather come on w. down. She was the highest vote getter by far. I thought it was definitely going to be the funeral director guy. God, I hope he she like wears your he face. He sounded like a ghoul. And then um, he's a good egg. Herb Beta Patch, of course, was the one that I voted for. Love you, buddy. 
And uh, I yeah. love that guy too. Heather fucking W. I will tell you that Herb was getting a little out of control in the Discord over this. Was he? Yeah, he's like, I want uh, fifty dollars, and I want to pick the restaurants. And I'm like, oh no, he's going with Heather W. <laughs> yeah, Heather W. This is my consequence, not consequence, not your good time. Heather, I just want you to know something. Carl's gonna say he doesn't want it, but he's lying. <laughs> He's I'm gonna say I'm a married man. He's baby. gonna say I'm a married man, I'm and I don't want it. But he is lying. Happily married. We'll see you in Nashville, Heather. Please come to Nashville. Heather. So come yeah, on. we got to figure that out. Cause I'm not. Hey everybody, Houston. if we if we want to buy a plane ticket for Heather <laughs> W to come to Nashville to go have dinner with Carl, oh, I think boy. that would be quite nice. All right. Well, that's interesting. I did not see it going that way, but uh, yeah, boy, w. don't you just wish I had ended the show? <laughs> we we had to talk about it at some point. That is true. So Heather W, come on down, and uh, I'm going to wear a hamburger mask when no, we have dinner. You're going to do your consequence properly. That's good. <laughs> do all and your consequence is now once. four hours long because you've taken so long. <laughs> you have to do four hours of Carl hamburger. Hold on a second. Yep. I want to yep. point something out. That's it. This whole thing where you had to supposedly jump in Lake Ontario uh, when I went into Lake Ontario, allegedly. There's video of me that? going in and coming out. I didn't lose any bet, and yet I had to hang out with you all morning that day, follow you around my little phone, shooting all this video. You didn't shoot any video. You didn't shoot anything you were supposed to shoot. And if I, anything, I you should do later. You know what? It all together. You know what? You're right. You're right. Thinking about how you handled the the polar plunge situation. Yep. It's five Very hours professionally. now. What? It's five hours now, you so dumb fuck. It's five hours I put now. Together a nice little five hours of Carl Hamburger. Five hours of Carl Hamburger. I would have shown that. I need obviously. it done by next episode. Get on it. You got you got five hours you gotta put aside this week and get it done. Tucker Dixon helped the man. Also also I wanna point out that I didn't realize I could have been watching cuties at 1.5x speed or 2x speed. So I watched the whole fucking thing three times in a row at regular speed because I'm an idiot. So you did your consequence the right way? Yes, and it sucked. Yeah, well, you're going <laughs> to do five out. You know what? Five and a half. <laughs> Keep talking. Okay. Keep talking. Keep think. talking. I don't know why you think you're Judge Jr. The wall just got Excuse another her. foot taller, Carl. Yeah, okay, all right. The all wall right. just got another foot taller. Uh, it's nice to be important. It's more important to be nice. John, John, the leprechaun, went to school with nothing on. Dan, Dan is the man. Gary is contrary. Pat, Pat has a metaphor. You cracker. That is great. My friend, have committed a crime. Ciao, Bella. May your enemies be cursed in your podcast adventures.